1: The following is a Sweet Truth media production and may not be suitable for all audiences. Brothers and sisters, get around! It's time for the sanctuary of Sweet Truth. <laughs> Hey, this is Sugar Shane here on the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. Got my co-host, Billy Dees, with me. Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a great evening. Yeah, doing pretty good. Tired. I'm sleepy for some damn reason. I don't know why. Dude, well, it's everybody. Really? My
2: girlfriend's been sleepy all day. I woke up at like 3 p.m. today and just wanted to go back to bed. I think it's just the cold and snow and everything. <laughs> yeah. You look
1: outside and you're just done. Welcome to winter, baby. Good times. Yeah, it's a crappy day.
3: Crappy hey, it
2: arrived day. on time this year. The what? The winter time arrived on time this year.
1: Yeah, I guess you call it on time. Uh, like it's like Mother Nature even, didn't
2: say screw it to Ohio it's again. It's not
1: even damn December and this shit's already starting. I'm like, God, mighty. I just, I don't, I hate the winter here, man. I mean, people ask me at work, like people, customers come in. Where are you from? I'm from Atlanta because, of course, they recognize my accent. And then they go, how you like the winters up here? I'm like, I didn't even like them in Georgia, much less like them here. I didn't even like winter down there. I hate I yeah. hate winter. I'm just not a winter person. And then when you top all this snow off with it and driving in it and everything. And, and, and the thing about it is, we knew about this shit yesterday at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, people. They were already having a winter advisory that it was going to start this morning. I barely got to work this morning. I had to be at work at 6. I got there just in time. And I'm sitting in the car waiting to go in. It shit starts. Not a yeah. snow truck been around. Not nobody laid any salt down around here ahead of time or nothing. And I know what they're going to say. It's because we've got a salt shortage. I don't understand that shit. I mean, that just does not, that boggles the mind for me how there could be that much of a shortage of salt.
2: We saw signs about it on the uh, highway up to uh, the Agora, or up to the grog shop last night when I was with Dylan. You know, uh-huh. like those uh, buckle your seatbelt ones that have like the LEDs or whatever. Yeah, they said winter advisory yeah. from 6 a.m. to like 5 p.m. today or something like that. I'll say this:
1: when my, when when uh, Robard, whatever his name was, was the mayor of Cuyahoga Falls. That's when I lived here the first time before I moved back to Georgia and then came back for God knows what. But when I lived in when we lived here then. You would hear the snowplow truck start at 3.30 in the morning, and by 8, they would be working on the side roads. Mm-hmm. Now, he might have liked to play with his computer and see his women, but shit, the damn roads was clean in the winter. Hell, bring him back. I don't care. Let him piddle with it. I don't care. Play with his <laughs> shit. I don't care. As long as the roads stay clear. Well, you know what they do in Ravenna yeah. uh, is they like, plow all
2: around the police station and the courthouse and then do like 59, and then the side roads get done like a week later when they feel like it pretty yeah. much. So. Well, I almost I have, had to dig out my own road one time.
1: It's better than Akron. Akron don't do nothing. I went there. I went to the, uh, Akron last year when it when it had snowed, and man, it was bar none pitiful. I mean, pure shit. It was like I was going up the hill on Vernon Odom Boulevard and couldn't even get up the hill. sliding in the place, and, and it had been snowing all day, and it looked like it hadn't even had one truck out there. It doesn't surprise me. I'm, I'm Man, if you're going to have this shit, be prepared for it. I mean, you, you're prepared for it the way y'all are acting, like we're living in Atlanta. Up in Ashtabula, the city manager lived like a street over from my mom,
2: and they would plow from his driveway to the main road, and that was like it. <laughs> Everybody uh, else would have to dig out the rest of their road and driveway and everything.
1: So, yeah, winter is coming. I'm dreading it, and just I'll be, I'm looking forward to April already. Oh, yeah. Speaking of April, I'll go ahead and make this announcement since I said April uh I, somebody had told me january i don't know who told me that but they didn't get their shit straight game of thrones is not starting in january it's starting the initial announcement is it's going to be in april like it always starts and the reason why the final season is going to start in april it'll be six episodes i've heard and i don't know how true this is yet or not but i've heard they're going to be like an hour and a half a piece yeah that was
3: the original uh announcement yeah, correct b- yeah. because
1: they're, they're, there's only six episodes and they're having to finish out the whole rest of the season what's this game of thrones
3: oh oh yeah okay that's why i wasn't paying
1: attention but the reason why but hey say what you want they still hold the record they the reason why they're waiting to april is because they'll be eligible for the emmys they already hold the record for the most awarded series in history with 47 wins Damn. And Emmys. And 128 nominations. In history. Yeah. I mean, I've, Peter Dinklage will probably end up getting another damn Emmy. The dude's a hell of an actor, though, man. The dude is a uh, hell of an I, actor. I
3: caught, I caught him in uh, a movie that was uh, made for cable. Um, it's called My Evening or My Dinner with Irve. Uh, and he mm-hmm. played Irve Villachez. Okay and uh it was about his last night uh he had a meeting with a reporter and uh this this show chronicles that evening and of course it's a series of flashbacks because he's telling his story to this reporter and uh, i was kind of familiar with uh Herve because he was uh he was one of the first uh little people i guess that became a a worldwide star oh okay and uh, he was the guy that was on Fantasy Island. That, oh, the plane. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I,
1: yeah, I heard he was yeah. making this movie, but I haven't seen it yet.
3: Yeah, it was really. I actually liked it. I, I felt it was really good. And, uh, of course, it's sad at the end. I mean, everybody knows hot ends. Yeah. And um, so, I mean, um, yeah, I, I was really impressed with that. He did a great job playing that guy. Oh, sweet.
1: That's probably one of the guys, I'm not trying to say this as a pun, but probably one of the guys he looks up to because, you know, him being where he came from, you know, and... I liked him. I liked him in Elf. I liked him. In, I mean, he's just good all the way around. Yeah, uh, but Peter Jenkins is a pretty
3: solid actor. Irve yeah. was more of a pop icon. Um, and but but I, I'll, what Irve did for little people was he blew the door open in terms of making them star worthy, not mm. just you know little side shows like right. in the Little Wizard of Oz or something like that. They were uh, uh, you know somebody who could take the lead of a program. And uh, he 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 removed a lot of those stereotypes, and he opened the door for a lot of people like Peter. I'm sure he feels that way.
1: Right. And yeah. I'll tell you what, if you want to YouTube something and really get a good laugh but be inspired at the same time, and I think I've shared it on Facebook before, but look at his go uh, YouTube, his uh, Peter Dinklage commencement speech or whatever from college. He goes back and speaks at yeah. the college he went to. It's funny as hell. He does a good job, and he talks about it, and he talks about how he got into acting, and how another person that I'm about to tell you took a risk. I mean, it was a risk. What he did, if he finally—I mean, he was—he was actually a waiter or some shit in New York. Whenever he was trying to, but he just about really put acting on the back burner, and something started uh, sparked him. I forget exactly what it was. You have to go listen to the 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 speech, but it ended. uh, He ended up just quitting everything and he said it was either make sink or swim and he went right into it of course hell he's swimming like a sumo bitch right now he ain't got to worry about working the rest of his life based on royalties (laughs) yeah (laughs) i mean he, he, he would never have to work again if he didn't want to but uh they asked him he's had three emmys and uh they asked him his mother asked him i watched an interview with him where he was at um, I think it was Jimmy Fallon or something like that and they asked him he said uh, "How's it feel he said his mother called him and said uh, are you happy with your second Emmy he said uh, no mother that was my third Emmy and, uh, and he said well, how do you, he says he says uh, are you happy now that you got your third he said no he said ask me when i get my fourth <laughs> That's <laughs> so, funny. Yeah he's, he's he's really good I love him in that show that show without him I hope to God they don't kill him off because we know how that show is. I'm hoping to God they don't kill him off. They will. Uh, I got my thoughts and opinions on him. I think, like I've already said, I don't think he's actually a Lannister. I think he's a Targaryen.
2: I'm just kind of basing this off of every time I see somebody on Reddit say, I hope they don't kill this character this week, the character dies,
1: so, you know. Well, if if you follow everything in the show, and I'm going back and watching the show over again, and if you start putting the pieces together, watching from the beginning and you start watch listen, you know more of not just watching but paying attention while you're watching it you start to piece things together and you start to realize things i don't think that asshole that was his dad was his real dad
0: i know and nothing I think about that's what that's you're talking about mother,
1: i think that's why his mother <laughs> billy knows he watches the show hey, <laughs> uh, i think that's why his mother died at childbirth i'm it's not used to him looking at me while drag. we do the
2: show so i'm like yeah.
1: <laughs> Okay, I, I think he's Targaryen. I think Snow. Like, we know John Snow's yeah. Targaryen now. My, my
3: wife could probably, uh, you know, you know, put her two cents in a little better. She she's really gotten into that show. I mean, the backstories and all that. Not oh, having yeah. done that. Yeah, and then and then, and then and then a while back, like last year or so, she decided she was going to go back to the very beginning and watch them all.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh man. So that's uh, anyway, the, that's what I'm doing because I want to be. I want to get more refreshed before the next season starts or the last season starts. My um,
3: only complaint is the last year or so they didn't have much nudity. See, that, no, that was they the didn't whole. have as many tits in this last season. Yeah, I'll that's the that. you know <laughs> yeah, the, the blood and the tits was the
1: good part. Man, know? that first season, good God, they tore it up, man. It was like God. They have oh, scene, I had one scene, man, it was damn near porn and little fingers down. Oh, yeah, it was. It was the like little, dragon porn. Yeah, it was like <laughs> there was a, there was a little a little finger. You don't know who he is, but he owns a brothel. And he's got these two women in there. He's trying to teach one woman how to treat a man. So he's got both women working with each other, and one's playing the man, and one's playing the is the woman. You know, I mean, it's unreal. I like, mean, it's like damn. It, it was like watching the soft porn. Almost yeah, hardcore. Yeah. Why can't I? I'm find being, a job I'm like being that?
3: facetious, of course. I did enjoy the story. I mean, and and the cinematography is just oh, that one man. that one battle so. scene. Um, where uh, john snow where they got like surrounded and they were being enclosed and he came out of the top of those guys yeah um, and that was such a well photographed battle scene it was just uh yeah, yeah right. i mean it's stunning it really was
1: well jack don't like the show because there's too many characters and it's hard for him to follow so that's why i hate not <laughs> i was just <laughs> the show dude i was
2: just <laughs> bored by
1: it yeah like, i don't know oh, i man, tried I the I first like few game. episodes
2: and just Got bored with it. Oh, yeah, you're
1: bored with game of Thrones? I'm more of a sci fi rather than a fantasy viewer oh, anyway. Okay. So I mean, yeah, I can't. I can get into sci fi. It depends on the sci fi. I like Star Trek. I like Star Wars. But when you get into some things, it's like I couldn't I couldn't ever read sci fi though. I've tried to read sci fi. Yeah. I've even tried to read Star Trek books and I love the show, but I hate the books. Because when I'm sitting there reading about Coordinates and warps and gigadits this shit and that shit that don't even yeah, know exist.
3: <laughs> for, for me, they, the key to sci-fi working well, especially in movies, is a simple premise. Right. You only ask the audience to suspend their disbelief once. Okay, Like, for example, Alien. There's a bad alien on the ship. It's like Jaws. <laughs> well, um, I believe it was James Cameron or something pitched it as it's it's Jaws on a spaceship. Um, you have a Terminator, you know, you have a good Terminator, you have a bad Terminator, you know, very easy to understand premises. When you start getting into, okay, you walked through this wall and you went into another dimension and now you met yourself and now you see yourself get killed by the bad guy and and you you just start going on down that road. It's too much. Yeah. You can't turn back. Yeah, and uh, like I said, some of the most successful, Star Wars, you know, you have the force, you know, good and a, and a bad side. You know, it, it's very easy to understand premise. Right. And and, and as long as you keep keep the, the, the sci-fi story in that lane, it, it generally works and I can stay with it. But as long as there's too many twists and turns and things that you could never, ever foresee, you know, by watching the plot because it's just too far out, then you lose me. I can't, well, I can't well, hang uh- with
1: Well, that's what you said ruined you on Westworld, too, right?
3: Oh, yeah. It got to the point where I had no idea what was going on (laughs) on on the second year.
2: See, now you understand what I have with Game of Thrones.
3: (laughs) I remember my brother-in-law was like, hey, you
2: should read the book, and they brought it out. It was like 900 pages. I was like, dude, there's no way in hell I'd finish reading that book before I die.
1: I'm reading the books now, but what pisses me off about it is the some bitch probably ain't going to finish them. He's like 104, isn't he? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's all—he's writing all these other books. He just released another book called Something About Magic. He's still working on another series about the wild cards. And I'm like, you got two books left to do on Game of Thrones. Get them done, man. It's gotten to the point now that when he does interviews, he tells him not to even ask about that book. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, because you don't know when the fuck it's going to be done. He's got to finish that one. Then do one more. I'm like, God. We'll never see it done. It'll never be completed. That's going to be one of them deals where if his kid's alive, he'll finish it, if he's got kids. Yeah, then it'll suck, like the similarity. Right, or like uh, Will of, The Will of Time.
2: I never read any of those. Oh,
1: they're good, but the last book was written by his son. It just didn't have the same, same deal.
2: It was like when Terry Pratchett died. His daughter said that she wasn't gonna continue the Discworld series because it just wouldn't be the same. Right, about her father's mind. So I respect her for that. I'm not going for a cash grab. Yeah, similar. And
1: yeah. I agree. That was some weird shit. I couldn't even get into that. I
2: tried. I got like twenty pages in. Eh, I got better things to do with my
1: time. Right. Like for those no fire ants
2: with a magnifying glass or something.
1: For those of you that don't know what that is, that's a spinoff of the Lord of the Rings, and it was written by his son Christopher. But it was just. Pfft,
2: it was supposed to be like a prehistory yeah. that
1: took place like
2: <laughs> Tell us know.
3: what you really feel. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was supposed to be a prehistory that took uh, place like ten thousand years before the Lord of the Rings did or something yeah. like that. The setup Middle Earth is you know, the series,
1: but But uh, I'll be honest with you. I like Tolkien and what he did for fantasy novels, but I don't believe that Tolkien was one of the best writers you'll ever read. But I read Tolkien, a lot of his shit, man, is like repetitive it's the same thing over and over again because i've read the lord of the rings and while i respect it and i love the boobies yeah. and i love the books but i understand that there's better writers like i think terry pratchett's a better writer i think that uh i think that um terry brooks is a better writer than yeah. than than token but uh Tolkien, i give him the credit because he's the godfather of all this right he's the one that got it all started but when you sit down and read token if you read it for what it's worth like in The Hobbit, the very beginning of it, when he starts talking about Hobbit, and it's like a long, drawn-out thing, and you're like, damn, dude, get on with it, because he's like saying the same thing over and over again about how they love food and love to smoke. I
2: have the same yeah. thing
1: with uh, with
2: Tolkien as I do with Stephen King. If he cut his books in half, they would yeah. be much more readable for me. It's just I don't want to read three pages about what the Hobbits are eating for dinner. I just don't care.
1: Right. Well, you know, Stephen King does get a little bit he – he is very descriptive. But like I said, when I started reading about how he talked about how to write, even he said don't use like certain things, don't use a lot of adverbs. He even went into talking about how you shouldn't do this and shouldn't do that, and it's it's pretty. It's so pretty. don't do everything that he does. Well, he don't use that many adverbs. He he's uh, <laughs> very descriptive as far as letting it out. Like he'll yeah. explain in detail exactly the guts and shit. But he doesn't get on there, and he don't he don't do like what well, he means by adjectives. He don't mean sit there and say the fuzzy dog. You know, you can just say the dog had a lot of hair. Don't go into the fuzzy dog. Don't go into all that shit. He said those adjectives are really pointless.
2: Well, some dogs are fuzzy, some are br- or, you know, bristly. Some bite your hand,
0: you know. Yeah.
3: That's funny. What I caught by accident, I don't know if you guys uh, have checked out this movie. I'd be interested in your opinion of it. I was channel surfing the other night and I ran across World War Z um, I've with Brad it. Pitt. Yeah, Never and seen it. uh it, it was actually pretty good now i don't I don't know if this is an exact analogy, but it kind of reminded me of Tom Cruise in World of Worlds, where you know the aliens are coming in and he's always he gets out of one harrowing situation into another and into another and then finally at the end he comes up with some solution with you know how they're how the how they're going to meet their demise and it was kind of like that with the zombies mm. You know, he, he, you have Brad Pitt running from one bad situation to another and he just barely gets out, just barely gets out. And then, you know, at the end, the, you know, you have the resolution and, uh, but anyway, I, I kind of felt it was pretty good. I kind of liked the way the zombies were in that movie. It wasn't like the way they usually are. Oh, okay. uh, they were like real fast moving and they were real strong
1: and stuff. Uh, see, I've wanted somebody to create a zombie movie or show where not only maybe where they're fast moving, but they actually remain some kind of intelligence. Like oh, okay. The, like the zombies actually can, can, can maintain some, maybe even if it's not all, but some or whatever the case may be, can maintain some kind of intelligence. Because then you can really sell me on how they could overcome humans. Because the way they are in Walking Dead, I mean, my God, you can move to the, you know, to the left, they can Right, right, you. right. I mean, they're not but a bunch of slugs. It seems like to me in time, humans could overpower these, you know, in time. But but if you had some that actually could think, actually draw a gun and shoot it. You know that kind of thing. That would yeah. be. I would like to see that done.
2: Well, in classical like mythology, that is how zombies are portrayed mm. as being like fast moving killers. Oh, Although okay. they don't retain intelligence, they're just kind of mind. They're like you know black court vampires. They're um, they're quick and they just murder mindlessly. Right. Um, and I think it was like movies in the '60s and '70s that started to kind of retcon zombies as being the slow moving, you know, moaning and groaning brain eaters that they. Putting yeah. a lot of things today.
1: You don't right. watch Walking Dead, do you, Billy? No, I haven't caught that. I've heard it's yeah. good, though. It's good, but it—I I will say it's good. I like the show, but it's getting to the point now to where it's at now, that I think in the next year or so, they actually need to bring it to an end. I mean, you got Rick done left and all this other stuff. They really need to start bringing it to a close because if not, they're going to lose a lot of viewers. People are going to get tired of the same old thing over and over again. You can only have so many zombies you kill and how many bad guys can rise up because eventually right. Negan's going to be gone. Then what are you going to do then, fight more zombies or have another bad guy rise up? I mean, you can only do so much. So they need to come up to where there's a cure or bring it to a head somehow. See, well. all I ever see on the internet about that is just people complaining about it. So I always wondered how it's gone so many seasons and yeah, people I piss mean, and whine about it all the time. Because it keeps you hooked in the sense you want to know where it's going, but at the same time, you want it to get where it's going. Right, right, know? right. Because to me, it's just repetitive at some point. I wanted to make mention real quick. You heard about, did you remember the Pike County murders that happened in, uh, it was in Pike County, Ohio? Uh, yeah. Southern Ohio? Had, a, a bunch of them were executed, correct? Is that the... Uh, yeah. There were like six of them? Yeah, there was eight members of the family. Eight? okay. They came in and sh- killed them while they were asleep. The only thing right. they they spared a three-year-old and two infants. That's the only thing they spared. And everybody else in the house was killed. Kids included, if they were like, you know, I think there was a 17-year-old kid and another kid that right. was killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you hear they found out who done it.
3: Yeah, I heard there were some arrests.
1: Yeah, they've... Uh, it was another family called... Uh, the rodents were the ones that were killed, and a family of the Wagners. This is almost like some shit out of damn Hetfields and McCoys. A yeah. A family of the Wagners is the one that premeditated, planned it out, and went in and killed them, and it was all over a damn custody battle. Yeah. What the hell is wrong with this people? I mean, how do you get... You know, it's bad enough that somebody wants to do this, okay? It's bad enough that somebody wants to go in and kill eight members of a family. That's bad. But how do you sit down and say, All right, Cousin Earl, here's what we're going to do. You get five or six people of your own family to agree to go in and kill eight more people. What kind of family is this shit, man? I mean, that just don't even make sense. I mean, I could go in right now and tell Christopher, my family, my brother and say, all right, here's what we're going to go do. We're going to kill all the Jacobs up and down. Uh,
2: <laughs> Ashtabula? Ashtabula. Yeah, there's two of us. Okay.
1: <laughs> to, I don't ready. think you
2: need five hillbillies to take two, two of I'm us just, down. We don't have
1: guns. I'm just saying, the deeds <laughs> or whatever. We're going to kill out every single one of them. They look at me like I would have lost my mind and have me committed.
2: Well, maybe they couldn't decide on where they were going to have their family reunion this year, so they just decided jail. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that must be what it was. Well, yeah. uh, apparently, one of the infants, I believe it was, their dad was the one involved in the custody battle. I guess he did, He was pissed off and didn't want to go through all that, so he decided to get his family and him to go in and just wipe out the whole damn bunch. That's just, that's beyond me. I it's bad. I mean, the killing part doesn't surprise me, sad to say, in the world we live in today, but what surprises me is to get your whole family to agree to do this shit. I just thought it took a unique twist that it wasn't about the weed they were growing. Yeah, I thought of it thing... was about that. I did think it was a Mexican cartel. Yeah, that's it. what I
2: thought too. I was thinking, you know, Mexican cartel side. Because I don't play. Target came in, executed them, took the product, and bailed. Yeah, Man, thought, oh, Maybe they tried surprising. to make it look that way.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They could have made it look that way. Because yeah, that's what I thought. Tried it w- to make, yeah. I thought it, when I first heard it, that was the first thing I thought. I said, Yeah, no, a lot no, of people words. did. Yeah, yeah, I thought they were skimming the money and like, oh hell yeah. Because I remember when it happened, I think we talked about it on the damn show. You if I'm not mistaken, me and you did. Me and Billy did one time when, when it first happened two and a half years ago. Because we've been doing this for so, for so long now. I think me and you were talking about this. And I think yeah, I believe, And I said I believe the Mexican cartel did it. It's what I believe I said if I could go back and find that show.
2: Yeah, this happened uh, when I still worked with you, I think. Yeah. yeah. I remember
1: talking about this with you. Yeah, me and Billy were doing shows then. So, yeah, that's, that's just beyond me. I can't understand it. There's been
3: some weird uh, personal uh, disputes lately. There was uh, one up in Cleveland uh, where these two guys apparently had this disagreement over this woman or something. And the one guy had, a, I believe, a 16-year-old daughter. And uh, the other one showed up at his house, tortured the daughter in front of him, and ended up killing her. And Jesus then he- Christ. Yeah and then he took uh both the daughter's body and the 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 guy the father and uh, burned them and they they're pretty sure that the 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 guy was still alive when he burned them up. And uh, they found Damn. the burned out car and I, from what I understand they just made an arrest uh on that uh, within the last day or
1: so. Wow. Jesus. Yeah. There's some I mean there's some crazy ass people out there man. I mean it's just yeah. I don't. I mean, it's one thing to do something in the heat of the moment and in the passion, but the oh, yeah. But to premeditate this kind of shit, that's just that's what gets me. That kind of gets me too. It's like,
2: hey, uh, Martha, get the kids. We're gonna go murder the McCoys. You know, yeah. Like, that's does what
1: that? it reminds you of. That's what that's what it kind of reminds you of. Like they're just going ahead. You know, I'm like damn. All right, Billy. Remember, you got to put the shotgun to the back of the head. All right, <laughs> we're gonna practice this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what you do stand out there with guns and uh, hang up dummies and shoot them for practice the week before you go ahead and do it. <laughs> Were they wearing ninja costumes? Yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous, man. Well, I know uh, Jack's got a little bit of an issue with this, and I do too. I don't know. I'm sure you probably will too. You know, they're trying to pass this heartbeat bill again in Ohio, right?
3: Uh, I haven't heard that. This is uh, obviously an abortion thing.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. they're trying okay. to. They're trying the. The only thing left for it to go through is the Ohio Senate. all there. And if it passes there, it'll be official that you won't be able to get an abortion if the baby has a heartbeat. And that's usually within like six weeks, they say, of the pregnancy. Uh-huh. And, and that includes no exceptions, including rape and incest. So if your daddy rapes you, you still got to have the baby. Yeah,
3: if, the, if your daddy rapes you and the pregnancy will kill you, you still deny the Yeah,
1: job. yeah or, even yeah. if the pregnancy will kill you, you still got to have the baby. Well, you know what's going to happen yeah. is this is going
2: to go to the higher courts. And it's going to take a lot of time and money and energy, and it's going to get ruled unconstitutional again yeah. like it did last time.
1: Well, the governor vetoed it last time.
2: Uh-oh. I'm talking about, I think, in another state this happened. Oh, they had something okay. similar, yeah. went up to the circuit courts. Circuit courts were like, no, it can't do that. And right. um, it got shot down, but it costs like millions of dollars in taxpayer money. And um, yeah. it's just dumb. It's like, why do you keep trying to push stuff through that you know is not going to fly yeah. with previous rulings and
1: constitutionality and all that? I mean, I mean uh, it's totally against Roe versus Wade, and that's a federal law. I mean,
2: all they're really doing is just paying lip service to the crazy ass Christians out there who can't just let other people, yeah. you know, live their own lives and their. Button their faces and the thing
1: about it is what gets me is the crazy ass christians if it was their daughter that got raped by an uncle or a dad or if it was their daughter that would you know just been raped period
2: oh they take them to another state
1: yeah they do it in secret and get somebody else do it but you know and everything and i'm like how the hell can you say that's all right but you you want to pass a bill because i mean they're only saying this shit because they've never been in these shoes They've never had to walk a mile in these shoes. If they had to walk a mile in these shoes and use some common sense, or even put themselves in these people's shoes, you would realize you wouldn't want a kid. I've said it time and time again. You would know oh, that and their argument is, "Oh, well, we put it up for adoption." I'm like, "Well, why would you carry a baby for nine months that you don't want and put it up for adoption?"
3: You no. Know getting through the trauma of a rape is, is hard enough and so and and, and a, a lot of people just simply could not handle the putting off any type of uh recovery for nine months uh you know having to be reminded of it all the time
2: well even after so, that every time you look at the kid
3: it's a reminder of the time he got yeah, violated right i mean that can be good for you and and you know he, he, we, we, he i always say i um Not a partisan, but one of my critics, one of my criticisms, I should say, of of conservatives is that it takes them, like you said, it takes them, you know, to have one of their own. You know, how many of them have there been now that were against gay rights until they found out that their daughter? Yeah, I was just about to bring that up. Yeah. And 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 then there was another one, you know, they, they, they were all about any special rights or protections for gays until it was their kid that was getting the glue poured on their head. Okay, then, then it, all of a sudden, like, these bells go off. Oh, yeah, we, this isn't good. And, uh, you know, and uh, it's going to take I, – I don't want anything bad to happen to anyone, period. Nobody deserves that. But when, until you – I don't know why conservatives have to experience it to understand it or have yeah. any empathy for it. A right. lot of
2: them have, tend to have this kind of self-centered view of the world where if it doesn't happen to me, it doesn't exist. You're right. That's true. Uh, yeah, with. that's true for a lot of people. But I mean, yeah. studies have been done too, in which that has been found to be a thing among people who lean conservative. Yeah. So, um, well,
1: you know, I think I, you two might be unicorns in that aspect. See, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even understand the quote-unquote Christian people because even that, uh, even when I actually back in my younger years, everybody knows I, I used to do whatever. But back even when I used to go to church, I was never one of those people that told people they couldn't get abortions. I've never thought that abortion was murder, and I'm not getting into all that, but I've never considered it a murder, I never do, I never will think it's murder. Because I've got my own views on that. It's really no Correct. different
2: than getting a skin tag. Ripped. Yeah,
1: I mean, I hate to say it that way, but the baby has not been conceived. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's conceived, but it hasn't been born. I mean, how can you consider it murder? I mean, it's not, you know.
2: See, that's one thing that bugs me, too. You get all these, uh, these conservative and Christian types who are all up in arms. Oh, can't have abortions. Okay, you're going to adopt all these unwanted kids then? And then they don't seem to give a shit about the kid until he turns 18 and can go in the military. I mean, because, you know, the, the same ones who are against yeah. abortions and all that are also trying to block, you know, stuff like uh, WIC, yeah. trying to cut down, like, food stamp access, social safety nets, uh, programs for children like Head Start. I mean, it, it's one thing or another. I mean, either yeah. you want healthy kids or you don't.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I've often been tempted. One of these days, Jack, you and I are going to have to go uh, on one of these lines where they're marching in front of the... Of the clinics, and I'm going to go up there and start talking to them and say, all right, you know, sanctity of human life, right? Oh, yes, absolutely. Oh, positively so. As soon as this baby's born, it gets health care.
0: Well, no. <laughs> Billy, Wait, we will sick?
2: totally do this with you. We can film it and put it on YouTube. <laughs>
1: We'll start our own channel. Yeah, yeah, he's right though. I mean, they all talk about sanctity of life, but as soon as the baby born, they don't want to pay for it. Yeah, no. you're
3: on your own. That that yeah. damn little baby can go out and get a job. Right.
2: <laughs> so I was telling a friend of mine the other day, you know, or what I was saying the other night on the podcast, I was like, hey, why not just give every baby a gun too? You know, just yeah, like pops out of the womb, put a little nine millimeter in its hand. <laughs> Screw it, Second Amendment, bitches. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just done on it, and it bugs me too. Those protesters, because oftentimes they're just harassing women on like the worst day of their life. You know, yeah, yeah. like she's already in a bad place, and you're going to sit out there and tell her she's an awful person, murder, and going to hell and all that. Like, dude, get fucked.
1: Yeah,
2: it just it bugs me every time I see a group of those protesters on a sidewalk in front of a women's clinic. I just want to turn my steering wheel about
1: five degrees to the right and run their asses over. Well, see, that's what gets me about them too. Is because they claim to be quote unquote Christians. And I've read the Bible through probably more times than most. Hey, remember that don't judge, yes, you be judged? yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not only that. They say they're Christians because they what? Model their life after Christ. That's what they're supposed to be. I've never seen Jesus in the Bible out protesting or holding up signs and walking up and doing all that stuff. Matter of fact, he told the Pharisees, render unto Caesar's that which is Caesar's, and unto God that which is God's. So I don't understand how they can go out and say, that. they're I don't believe if Jesus lived today, I do not believe he'd be up at the White House holding up a damn sign. I don't believe I told, it never will.
3: I told one of my conservative buddies that, you know, that quote you just said, you know, give to uh, Caesar what is Caesar's, give to the Lord what is the Lord's. I, I told him that that's evidence that Jesus was for ser- separation of
1: church and state. Yeah,
3: <laughs> he got, hey! He got,
1: he got all pissed. Yeah, I do believe in separation of church and state. I believe oh, it. man, I wish I would have been there yeah. for that. I believe, I believe in it, too. I don't. I, do, I, I agree in it wholeheartedly. I don't believe religion should control politics.
2: Did he do that thing where they kind of cocks his head to the side? You could see, like, both sides of his brain battling to, like, <laughs> yeah. try and find a way to... <laughs>
1: that isn't what that means. And know. that does prove that there is separation. It's like church. telling a flat earther to go look at the horizon. <laughs> because because yeah. he wasn't Jesus wasn't a politician so I mean he wouldn't have been sitting there trying to be a politician and if he was here today like I said I don't believe he would be up there uh, you know protesting this or saying this he would just simply if you came up to him and asked him a question he'd give you an answer and he'd go on he ain't going to be up there in a group full of thug you know gang full of people sitting up there holding up signs
2: I think if Jesus came violence. back today and saw some of the stuff
1: that was oh, carried out God. in his name he'd be pissed oh yeah he'd God. be knocking over temples again oh yeah he definitely, well, look at what he did when he went in there and they were just selling damn animals in the temple. So, I mean, you know, if he'd say some of the stuff they did today, he'd be able to fit. Yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous, though. But, yeah, he, uh, so yeah, it's a totally, uh, that's, that's why I said I hate when people, I hate when people do things in his name. That I know, he has nothing to do with like blowing up abortion clinics. He ain't got. He don't have nothing. to Hating do Hating on gay people. Yeah, show just, me in the Bible where Jesus said gay people are, you know, yeah. sinners
2: and going to hell. You know. Yeah,
1: and even if he, and, and Jesus was a person, he always kept to his own opinions. Anyway, he never was one. Like I said, if you asked him, he'd tell you. But he wasn't one that went around. If you noticed, he didn't go around preaching at people. He usually went in small groups and he would talk to small people. He didn't walk around. <clears throat> trying to tr- pass judgment on everybody and everything that was just something he didn't do so people got all out of whack in my view anyway uh we'll make quick mention of this for the country music fans keith urban did win our entertainer of the year this year and, oh, yeah. boy, he's, he, he's a good musician there's oh, no yeah. question oh yeah. yeah hell of a guitar player he also i want to clarify i don't know if i've said this before on this show but i actually thought he was too because they've been told to me for a long time he was from australia but he's not he's from new zealand I thought he was from Australia as well, but he's from New Zealand.
2: Oh, he's a Kiwi.
1: Yeah, but he's a heck of a he's a heck of an artist. And Roy Clark passed away. And if you get a chance, I know you might not have seen it yet. I tagged y'all in a post. If you get a chance to look at it, you tell him he he died at 85 years old today. He was one of the original Hee Haw members of uh, Hee Haw. Right, right. And you tell him about a heck of a guitar player, man. Oh, he was fantastic. Yeah, man, he could do stuff. And I'm gonna give you a little bit of information. I talked to a very good guitar player one time very good guitar player and he told me this and he and he and he stood by it he said there's nothing against rock he said rock you know doing rock leads and stuff he said they're uh he said they they sound good and some of them sound good he said but some of the hardest leads you will ever play in music are actually country music lead guitar licks he said that is some of yeah. the hardest music you'll ever play on a guitar oh he, he bluegrass, too. Oh yeah bluegrass yeah. is very tough yeah Shoot, can you imagine he did that?
3: he did he did some instrumentals i don't remember what the names of them were but he did some guitar instrumentals that were just absolutely fantastic
1: oh man that's one i sent y'all a clip and he's just sitting there doing sweeps all over this acoustic guitar and i'm like jeez I'll on have to old, check
3: that out yeah. it's
1: on a, it was on an episode of the old odd couple tv show and he was a guest and he's sitting on the couch and he just starts playing the guitar for him and it's like holy crap man he's <laughs> all over the place with his guitar but he was really good. So uh, just a th- shout-out to all those that was a fan of Hee Haw and a fan of him. He did pass away today at 85. So. Piece of news. I don't know if you've heard about. You've been into this. I'm sure you may have. Have you heard about the new planet they found? No, I have not. It's 30 trillion miles away from wow. Earth. Scientists- Only. Oh, yeah. I mean, like I said, my kids probably won't see it, and probably my kids' kids won't ever see it. But it's 30 trillion miles oh, no, away. I'm, I'm pretty
2: sure I'm going to send Huck there if he ever hits me in the dick again. <laughs> I'm going to build him his own rocket. I'm going to call SpaceX and have Elon Musk get a special project. I need to launch my buddy's kid to space. He may be sterile.
1: We could send him up in one of them Teslas.
2: Yeah, there you go. At
1: least he'd go Put him style. in the trunk. <laughs> 30 trillion miles away from Earth, scientists have identified a possible new and very large planet orbiting the closest single star, they're calling it Barnard Star, to our solar system, It said it's much colder than our Earth, but it does. But it's a lot like our Earth, and they're calling it Super Earth, and it does orbit the sun just like our Earth does. But hmm. uh, it's but like I said, it's thirty trillion miles away. So I don't, that's a long ways, man. I don't know how long it'd take to get there, but shit. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't know. I, 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 doing the math, I can't. I don't even know how fast they can go at what how speed. How many light years did it say? There. It didn't say. Oh, really? You yeah, yeah, want you to do your own math. Yeah, that's why I guess. So, uh, like what I said, a crap 30 article. Thirty trillion miles. I mean, the only way you can figure it out it was how fast you can go. And once you get out there, after you know the rockets have taken, I don't know how fast you can you can fly. I mean, I have no clue. Without you know, without any kind of burst, but shit. Even if at hundred miles an hour, <laughs> we'll
2: hit a baseball toward it.
1: Yeah, hit a golf ball off the moon. Well, we got a new game out, which is the subject for the topic of this. It's called Monopoly for Millennials.
3: <laughs> really?
1: Have you seen this? No. Oh, Billy, you need to look
2: this up. It's hilarious. The dude... And a bunch of millennials are getting their panties in a twist about it, too, which makes it even
1: funnier. Oh, oh yeah. here we go. The dude <laughs> on the that's the Monopoly guy, he's wearing shades, he has earbuds, and is sporting a participation medal on his shirt. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Instead of buying properties in this game, players are hunting for experiences. (laughs) Yeah,
2: you don't buy properties in this one, Billy. Oh, okay. Because, you know, we can't afford property. (laughs) I I,
1: I saw this tweet from this one guy when I was reading this article about it, so I had to go to his Twitter page and give him a comment. He tweeted that... uh, That... It was the baby boomers fault that we're this way and yada, yada, yada. So I tweeted him. I said, even if you're right and it is the baby boomers fault that we're this way, you've got a choice to rise above all that shit and be your own self. So you can't blame yourself for everybody else. You know what I mean? I mean, that's just a cop out. It always has been when you try to blame everybody else for you know I was this way and I'm this because I'm oh, yeah. my mama and daddy did. I'm like motherfucker, uh, you can't blame nobody but yourself. Get every generation
2: you. has done that. Back to the days of Socrates. Oh,
1: every every generation has done that, but that's but but I mean, it's gotten worse. It's got. I mean, these people nowadays, man. These millennials are fucking slap ass lazy, dude. I don't mean to be mean. I'm not saying they all are, but the majority right. of them are entitled. The majority of them have no fucking view on what's going on in the world because they stick their head in a goddamn computer and on, a, on, a, on social media. That's just facts. I don't mean to be mean, but that's just the hardcore truth of it. And in 20 years, I've already said it. If these people that are growing up now that be millennials become our politicians, we're in a shitload of mess unless they start doing a lot of growing up. Spend some time talking to millennials. I spend time talking to a hell of a lot of them. Most of them don't know their ass from a hole in the ground. I mean, they most of them don't even know the history of the world. I've talked to people that didn't even know who damn big time leaders were. I know world. I'm
2: starting to get old because I pretty much hate anybody under 24 now. I don't yeah! think around them at all. I was watching clips of um, the new Chris Hansen show, you know, where he catches like online predators or going after 13 year old boys and 13 year old girls. And um, I'm like, I got a way to cure pedophilia. How about you just make them hang out with these kids? for more than, like, ten minutes and see if they don't want to throttle them.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah, they're going to be like, I don't want to mess with them. I just want to get rid of them. Like, What are you doing? There you <laughs> go. Yeah, he started
2: a new show, and it's just as hilarious as the original one was, by the way. You've always got the one who's like, oh, no, I was just coming here to check on her and make sure she's okay. Uh, yeah, so why are, what are you, uh, the uh, Zima and condoms doing there? Oh, uh, those are for personal use.
3: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, didn't he get didn't he get caught uh cheating on his wife or something didn't didn't they sting him somehow somewhere
2: yeah he got caught cheating on his wife i think but i think they were already separated though too so i can't remember what the deal was behind that but it was funny though because i hadn't heard about him for years and then last night i'm just randomly on youtube and i see chris hansen catch a predator i'm like <laughs> oh yeah blast from the past i'm watching the yeah, crap out of this <sighs> um but and this time they actually follow him to jail, and like ninety five percent of them waive their right to a lawyer. It's like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. What? I Why wouldn't. are people this stupid? Do I not wouldn't. talk to the police without a lawyer present, man. Yeah. What are you doing?
1: I ain't gonna talk to a, a police officer at all without a lawyer present at all. And these people that want to be their own their own lawyers, I'm like, what? Did you go to fucking law school all of a sudden? <laughs> I mean you know, watching Matlock and damn Perry Mason don't make you a fucking lawyer. Oh, dude, one of the best yeah. clips
2: one of the best clips I watched last night was this guy. He gets caught like Chris Hanson comes out and he's like, Yeah, I'm Chris Hansen the guy's like, No you're not He's like, Yes I am
3: <laughs> No you're not I saw I I did catch that clip somewhere. Yeah. Did you? I, I, yeah,
2: you know, the bald guy? Yeah. <laughs> I love it.
1: Well, the last bit of news I'll go ahead and talk about tonight. I had a few more stories. We won't get to them. We got, but uh, the last thing I want to mention is Nancy Pelosi had a great revelation for us this week. And I didn't realize it. Uh, not often does she say anything that I agree with. And I'm going to go ahead and say this isn't one of them either. She said thanks to Al. <laughs> she said she wanted to say thanks to Al Sharpton for saving America. I'm curious as to how Al Sharpton saved America this time. He ain't nothing. I mean, I don't mean to be mean because we can talk about racism, but you have whites that are racist, you have blacks that are racist. Al Sharpton is one of the most racist racist people, biggest motherfucker I've ever heard of in my life. Al Sharpton isn't nothing but a bigot. Nine times out of ten, I don't mean to be mean, but the only time it's gotten to the point that even black people have asked him not to show up. Yeah. I mean, there have yeah. been people that have been shot and killed, and they tell him, keep your ass at home. We don't want you here. Him and Louis Farrakhan, well, uh, too. Oh, no, Louis Farrakhan.
3: Well, I'll tell you another extreme. one before we wrap it up here that we i, I got to throw out there is that Michael Avenatti.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. He's getting his just desserts
3: to a yeah, degree. Yeah, and what, what, what gets me is, you know what he said? He came out and talked to the press after he got released, and he basically said, I don't have the exact words, but... It was something like that, um, you know, he's, he's he, he, hold off on judgment. He's being falsely accused uh, for p- political gain and all this other stuff. And I'm like, didn't somebody else say that? here? Yeah, now, actually, I, think, yeah, I uh, think he said that Does that sound familiar? Where did yeah. that come from?
1: I think hmm. it came in the and the damn You know, I think I had something to do with that. I don't know, I'm kind of sketchy about the whole thing
2: as if it could be a setup or not. Because remember what happened with Stormy Daniels, too, down in Columbus? Yeah, well, yeah that that was. Where they arrested day. her for something that yeah. they like never arrest anybody for
1: ever. I'm yeah. kind of wondering. Uh, yeah, he has uh, domestic I, violence charge with his wife.
3: Yeah, yeah, well, I, no, I, I don't know. I've heard, I've heard different things. I heard that uh, his his wife uh, actually his a strange wife whatever stood up for him or something. I could be yeah, wrong about it, this. It's this all very
2: sketchy. Uh, she called in and said like, "Yeah, that wasn't me. He didn't assault me. I guess it okay. was someone else." Oh, okay. And I guess he claims that the woman that he allegedly beat up like. Attacked him first or something like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. so. That's a new one. Yeah, she I mean me first.
1: <laughs> I mean Separate I don't know much beautiful. about the guy. Maybe he is innocent. I don't know, but I think well, he's
3: he's he's had some odd things. Yeah, I, he, I've heard some different things about uh, the way he left his business partners, the way he left the last uh, office that he uh, he's had a shady lawyer. In, uh, yeah, so I I don't know. Oh, uh, uh, but I you, you know l- let me put it this way. Uh, I always have felt badly about the guy i, I didn't like the fact that mm, he basically used stormy daniels uh you know just as much as anybody else did and uh he the the i'll put it this way the ladder of fame that he chose to climb was very shaky yeah it was very shaky yeah. well, i'm
2: not saying that he's not a scumbag i'm just kind of wondering if there's something like deeper going on here yeah. which i'm gonna keep an eye out for
3: yeah, I think he. Yeah, just, it's possible, uh, but you know what? That, that sounds an awful lot like what 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 the right said about Kavanaugh too. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah.
1: And yeah. I think that that's
3: anything's possible in this world. We all know that.
1: And I've always and I'm not saying that Kavanaugh was completely innocent. I don't know. I will say it take it take more than one beer to make me forget anything. But that, but the fact of the, the fact of the matter is is uh, I never. I'm like you. I never really trusted the guy to begin with, and. I don't know. I just, I just don't like the guy at all. I just, I mean, for him to use Stormy Daniels, and, and I don't have no use for Stormy Daniels. Don't get me wrong. And the reason why I don't like her is not that she. It's not that. It's not even that Donald Trump paid her off. I don't care about that. You know, maybe right. he paid her off. I don't give a flying shit. What got me about that was, is after she got paid off, she decides, she oh, he's president now. Let's get a book deal and spike my web mm-hmm. visits because her web visits went through the roof. So she's making oh, a killing, and she's selling a book off of these dumbasses that want to find out what happened in the real. You know what happened with the President? He had a small dick or looked like this. A she said his dick ahead. looked like Toad from sh- Mario Kart. Yeah, I'm like, I don't yeah, yeah, give yeah. a
2: shit. I had to stop playing Toad in Mario Kart after that. <laughs> I was like, I'm just never going to look at the little guy ever again
1: the same way. <laughs> so I mean, to me, she got rich off of being pretty much a high a high end prostitute. Just being simple. I mean yeah, the only I, real difference I, mean, actually, I have those.
3: a certain amount of respect for prostitutes. I, I really do. I, I don't I feel that they're they're much maligned. Yeah. And I'm not being cute. I, oh, I yeah. really feel that sex workers deserve that's why I'd like it to be legalized so oh, well, they have the same protections as everybody else. Yeah. But what she did, you know, I my whole thing, I don't care who it is whether I like the celebrity or not, whether it's a celebrity from show business or they own a big business or they're a politician or whatever. When you get personally involved with them and you make an agreement, then keep your mouth shut. Yeah. And yeah, I don't she- like these I don't like these high profile figures constantly getting stabbed in the back and then the people that stabbed them in the back get held up as some kind of a hero. I, I just I don't dig that.
1: I mean, she would have been raped or something, that would have been a different story. And, she, and to her credit, she said it was
3: nothing like that. Right. And she you said, said it that she's rape. not part of the Me Too movement. That isn't what this is all about. She, I, to her credit, she didn't make it something that it wasn't. But, uh, you know, when, when you get involved with these people, you know they're high-profile people, and they pay you to keep your mouth shut. Keep your mouth shut. Yeah. I just
2: think everybody on all sides suck at this situation. Oh, That's yeah. kinda my oh,
3: yeah, opinion, there's you know no, I mean? yeah, there's, yeah, there's, there, there's no good the, guy here, no, yeah, no, there ain't it's just no the good it's bad all yeah. the way
1: around, yeah. but I, but I'm like, you that you know, if, if the guy's gonna pay, you agreed to it, you slept with a guy, and you, and, and you were already paid, shut the fuck up, I mean, that's the way I look at it, you shouldn't keep on about it, I mean, you've already took the money, if somebody paid me whatever he paid her, I'm gonna be quiet, I mean, just me,
2: I don't even really find her that attractive. Oh, either.
1: no, I don't think she's that good-looking either. I mean, maybe back when she was younger, because she's done gotten older now. I mean, I don't know how old she is, but she ain't 20 or 25 anymore. She's got to be family. she got to be in her 40s, I'd imagine.
3: Yeah, I, I believe she's around 40.
1: And she's another one of them ones that used her childhood, and that's another thing I don't get into. I mean, I, mean I'm, I'm, I know she had some bad lots in life. I'm not knocking what happened to her. I know she was molested by an uncle, and she had some bad shit happen to her. That's all bad. Don't get me wrong. But I don't use excuses. I'm a person and I hate excuse makers. Don't give me no fucking excuses. Give me some results. Show me you climbing out of that shit, not trying to stay in the shit. So all that don't work with me. Me, You telling me when you're 30 years old, I'm like this because my mama and daddy beat the shit out of me. And I'm like this because I did. it. I'm like, motherfucker, you're 30. You ain't got out of it yet. I'm like, damn, rise above it.
2: I, don't don't know, I think a lot of it.
1: people around their 30s, like my age, were
2: you know, not going anywhere, I just didn't get smacked enough. <laughs> yeah, oh, shit,
1: I got <laughs> smacked enough. Matter of fact, that's what we were talking about earlier. I, you know, I don't mind whooping my kid's ass, and I don't care who knows it. I'll do it when it needs to be done. I don't beat the hell out of them with a pole, but I will you know, put them in line. And as I, When I was 20, 21 years old, I sat down with my aunt and uncle, and I said, I want to let you know, I couldn't tell you this back in the day, but I thank you for every ass whooping I ever got because there's plenty that I didn't get. And I said, I want to thank you for all the ones I got because it helps keep me in line. Because I was man enough to admit it. Yeah. And I still tell them that. There's things I've told them that happen now that my aunts told me I wish you had. I said, I wish you wouldn't told me that because if I knew it then, I'd have kicked your ass <laughs> because they didn't know what happened. I told them, yeah, I skipped school here and I skipped school there. They didn't know nothing about it. If they had it on, I'd have told it another ass whoop. But, you know, you know, there's ways to do things without killing people. I mean, you ain't got to, but uh, this Dr. Phil mentality, that shit. Yeah, and I hear even, you. And he ain't even a licensed psychiatrist to begin with. People want to buy everything he says, hook, line, and sinker. He was. He ain't been renewed. Is it? I mean, none, of, none of the stuff he does now is updated. He's just an entertainer now. Yeah. Don't no
3: matter how fight you get that pancake, cake, there's still two sides to it.
2: <laughs> you know, it's a great Doctor Phil video. It's the one where uh, the guy from who created bum fights went on dressed in like with his haircut exactly like Doctor Phil. Uh, have you ever seen this uh -uh. yeah he got booted off the show too he was like well i just do the same thing that you do (laughs) I just find a bunch of freaks get them to fight that's all you gotta do Eh. what
1: turned me off to him i never watched him a whole lot anyway but i was watching an episode one day and he literally had these husbands and wives on there that didn't get along or having a hard time he literally had them stand up face to face and smack it one of them smack each other (laughs) and i'm like what the fuck is this I said, what kind yeah. of therapy is this? I said, all you're going to do is piss them off when they get home. One of them going to get killed. It's entertainment mm. for
2: stupid people who like to pretend they're above Jerry Springer. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, that's
1: all it is pretty much. Jerry Springer with class, if you want to call it that. <laughs> yeah, at least the people are in nice clothes. You know? Yeah. They go to the higher-end places instead of redneck, you know, redneck towns. That's the only difference. This is uh, Beverly Hills weirdos. <laughs> they go on Dr. Phil. Hey, that's a show we could have. The Beverly Hills or Hills Weirdos. <laughs> well, that's about all I got for tonight. But uh, all right, man, we'll be back. This is Thursday, right? Yeah, that we'll is right. Monday night at eleven. Y'all got any plans this weekend? No, I
3: don't. Need man, to just to work gotta get it. some stuff done. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: that's I'm all gonna all get I'm ready for working. the holidays, pretty much. Yeah, I'm just working about it. Yeah, we got Thanksgiving next week too. That's coming up fast, approaching oh yeah yeah uh are we gonna do a thanksgiving show next week i don't care it's 11 o'clock it's up to you uh we'll 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 decide on monday okay. and make an announcement yeah, yeah it don't really matter to me at 11 o'clock i'm done eating anyhow I Ain't mean, nothing else going on so it don't matter to me one way or the other whatever you want to do yeah unless i All bring right.
2: my microphone to my buddy's house i'm probably not gonna be around for that one so oh yeah
1: because you're gonna be i'll uh, be in columbus yeah you'll be in columbus that's right I mean, I don't go anywhere I did last year I went to Georgia for Thanksgiving but I ain't got the money to go this year so I, I'll be here I actually work Thanksgiving day but only 7 to 3 so that ain't too bad but uh, other than that we'll be back Monday night at 11 o'clock y'all have a good weekend and peace out
2: take it easy guys yep 30.